everyone, and welcome to episode 137 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, The Raz, with my co-host, The Buck, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the interwebs. And, uh, Buck, we this is actually the second podcast we're recording today. Uh, for those of you that have been listening to us for a while, you know that we have the Social Liability Podcast comes out episodes on Saturdays and on Wednesdays. But the Wednesday episode lately has been all about um, stories from Reddit and, there, and stuff of that nature. If you'll notice last week, there was no Wednesday episode, Buck. At least not on the Social Liability Podcast. Because we have spun off the Wednesday episode into a brand new podcast all on its own where Buck is hosting called The Subcockles of Reddit. And if you just look that up on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or uh, on just directly on Anchor, you too can listen to uh, Buck's musings about peoples and their complaining on the back door of the internet known as Reddit. Man, I'll tell you what. I really hope that I didn't bite off more than I could chew with that. Being like, Just being like, oh yeah, I'll read. I'll host this one. You know? <laughs> You know, I I figured, and you know why I did it is because I did it thinking that like, oh yeah, you know, I'll just wake up early, won't get stoned, and I'll read, I'll do whatever I got to do, and then get stoned, and then I'll be fine. Because I suffer with chronic pain. I mean, like, I hurt all the motherfucking time. So I smoke, like, I don't want to say a lot of weed, because I'm really a lightweight. But thank goodness for that. God, it would be such an expensive habit if I weren't. But I'm stoned a lot, you know. <laughs> and and I told Raz, I told Raz before we started, like we were on a phone call yesterday. I was like, all right, buddy, I'll host this. I was like, but we got to record, we got to record the subcockles of Reddit first, because during the break, before social liability goes on, I'm getting stoned. So, folks, right now, you're looking at the birth of Buck right now, buddy. I'm telling you what, like, I'm still on the upward swing of this. Like, I'm, I, I've already crested a seven. I'm on the precipice of an eight. Like, this, this could be a really good thing, or, or I could have bit off more than I could chew, because it's a lot of fucking work. You know, <laughs> you know, it, it's <laughs> we, we early on when we were doing the social liability podcast, we um. We, we felt it was a kind of dry. And then there was one day when we recorded it and Buck was lit and he was a lot more talkative. He was a lot more you know, gregarious. And it was just like, okay, well, we, I think we've cracked the code. <laughs> so... Right. And it's been like that ever since. You know, I love, I love doing this. I'm all fucking high, talking on a microphone, just fucking around with my friend, making fun of people from Florida. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, cool. And then this morning I wake up and I'm like, I got to I got to read. I got to read. <laughs> All right. Like I woke up at 5:30, and I typically wake up pretty early in the mornings because again, I'm in a lot of pain. So, I wake up at about 5:30, and on a normal day, I would have been stoned by 5:31. Okay? But no, not today. Not today, man. I suffered through it. And, uh, well, listen here, you son of a bitch. 
I don't want to hear any yeah. more of your comments anymore when I stutter through some of these freaking articles. <laughs> you will hear every one. Every single comment of all the shit that you ruined for me over the years. Mountain Dew. Freaking, you know, women's suffrage. How the hell did I women ruin women's suffrage? You didn't. <laughs> I just threw it in. I, I didn't I didn't expect you to buck on that one. I just expected you to move along and not actually like throw me out on that one. Just be like I expected you to be like dust it off, be like, ah buck just being buck. Like I'll I'll, I'll, ex- just... I'll accept the Mountain Dew, but I'm like don't don't accuse me of crimes against women. Like, damn. No. <laughs> okay. All right, Buck, let's jump right into some of our stories here. And we're going to start out with a story from 98.7 KLUV. This is on audacity.com. Man in stolen ambulance plows into a Whataburger drive through <laughs> Have you ever been to a Whataburger? I have not. I haven't either. We have them here. I just haven't been to one yet, but I've heard it's a hell of a burger. I heard it's a tasty a burger. Bur- I heard it's a tasty burger. You know what? I'm interested, man. I'm interested. I don't have one around me, and now I'm going to rely on you. You know, I would like to ha- experience this vicariously. You'll have to sample this and let me know how it went. Well, a man in Houston stole an ambulance last Saturday night, and while having a joy ride through the city, crashed into two separate fast food restaurants, including a beloved Whataburger drive through One of the men who was, uh, who was hit told ABC 13, some dude just came in an ambulance and crashed it. <laughs> Just, just came flying into the parking lot and hit it head on. 26-year-old, uh, it's not Jose, uh, it's J-O-S-U-E. How would you pronounce that? Josue. Josue? Josue Vega. Josue. Josue Vega was the man behind the wheel of the Rogue Ambulance, and as soon as it crashed into the Whataburger, proceeded to enter the restaurant and run around the kitchen, according to employees. <laughs> Mr. Vega was having a great day, apparently. (laughs) Thankfully, nobody was hurt during the incident. Police were able to quickly apprehend Vega, and he is now facing charges of one count of felony theft of stealing the ambulance, along with misdemeanor charges for failing to stop and provide police with information. (laughs) So I'm going to crash into the Whataburger, then go inside and run around the kitchen. (laughs) I want to know how much weed he had. None. Weed doesn't make you do that. Okay, I'm, I shouldn't have said weed. I was I should have said drugs because this dude was on something. Yeah, man, he was not high on life either. <laughs> not he me. was high on something. He was high on something else. Uh. Holy fuck, man! So you're telling me the dude just like joy rides into literally through the drive-through? Boom! I guess. Bam! See. But my- the, the thing that bothers me about this is, you know, he crashed into two separate fast food restaurants, including a beloved Whataburger. So what was the not-so-beloved restaurant that he ran into? Yeah. Did he, yeah, like, what was the other place? Yeah, he, he hit the McDonald's, too, but fuck that clown. <laughs> oh, man. I, I want to know. I, I, inquiry minds want to know. Oh. That's... That's pretty uh it's pretty rowdy. <laughs> that is pretty rowdy. You know what? 
But if you ever want to, not you, gonna lie, if you ever want to steal a vehicle and go on a joyride, buck an ambulance is your perfect target, because ambulance uh, uh, personnel always leave the engine running, they always leave the keys in ignition, and they never lock the doors. Duly noted. <laughs> oh man, I have never thought about that. But uh, either way. Either way, this is not the first time uh, that I have uh, heard of someone crashing through the drive-thru of a fast food restaurant. No, sir. Oh, God, you did. No, 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 I did not. No, I did not. But my mom did. Oh. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) No, there's not really too much to that. It really wasn't her fault, but it did happen. What, the, what, the restaurant sh- just jumped out in front of her? No, no. Uh, for context, let me set the stage. We are in Berkeley Springs, West Virginia, where the, where I grew the, up. The bustling metropolitan. And, oh, yes, the bustling metropolis of Berkeley Springs. My mother had just picked up our 1987 Caprice Classic station wagon from Roy's Service Center after having her brakes done or repaired or something. And uh, takes a jaunt to the brand spanking new flagship fast food establishment of Berkeley Springs Oh my gosh, it was... You don't even know. The mayor of the town came out to open the McDonald's. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now, I don't think my mom did this on the grand opening day, but it was probably within like the first month that the McDonald's had opened. And it was crowded, packed. Cars backed up on the 522 to get through the drive-thru. My mom takes car out of the service station, goes to McDonald's, and realizes right before she pulls up to the window that the service station never actually replaced the brake fluid in her car. Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) And so my mother had to make the split decision, like... Am I going to plow into the back of this car loaded with kids in front of me? Or am I going to plow into the brick building? But one of these two things is getting hit. Like, one of them is going to, like, get plowed into. And I don't even think it scratched the dirt on on my mom's station wagon. But it closed down that McDonald's. <laughs> it closed the McDonald's for a week. Nice. We- oh no, man! It was so bad. Everybody hated me, man. <laughs> Do you know what it was? <laughs> oh, it was terrible. The town's so small. They knew you. Were- oh, your mother was the one that did it. Oh, oh man, going to school. Going to school and being like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the guy. His mom killed McDonald's. It's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) But, yeah, that happened. And apparently this did, too. But my mom never, ever ran around through the kitchen. I think she just... (laughs) No, no. No. 
So guy guy runs. What would, did it did it say what he was running around in the kitchen for? No, just say just decided to run around the kitchen. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> well, their beloved Whataburger. The beloved Whataburger. Take a moment. Yeah, we'll 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 take a moment of silence before we go into our next story. No, I won't. Our next and story moving comes, along. Our next story comes from the <laughs> FoxNews.com, Fox13News.com. Florida rapper Spot'em got him arrested after Miami jet ski chase. Have you ever heard of this cat? No. All right. Okay. No, well, but I but I but I love the mug shot. Yeah, the, the hair taller than him. Uh, the the face tattoos uh, and the neck completely covering tattoos and I I can't tell if the mustache is a tattoo or not. Just saying, a Florida rapper yeah. was arrested by police this weekend after a jet ski chase in Miami. Uh, Nihamehe, I don't know, Harden, also known as Spotem, got him all one word, was arrested after an officer spotted a black and orange ski-doo jet ski in a restricted zone with posted signs, according to the Miami police arrest affidavit. The 19-year-old allegedly started doing S-type turns near anchored boats, according to the arrest report. An officer attempted to get the rapper's attention to conduct a traffic stop, but Harden allegedly looked at the officer and sped off on the jet ski, swerving through anchored boats and swimmers near the area. The officer tried to stop Harden using lights and sirens, but the entertainer refused to stop and continued to ride away, per the report. Harden was eventually stopped and arrested by Miami police. The Jacksonville native was booked Sunday night on several charges, including eluding law enforcement and reckless operation of a boat, according to the, the booking information at Fox television stations obtained by Miami-Dade Corrections and Rehabilitation Department. Miami police wrote in the report that Harden had a, quote, willful and wanton disregard for the safety of others and property as he sped on uh, sped as at a speed or in a manner to endanger himself or others end quote harden will appear in court before t- judge tuesday law enforcement officials appeared uh i don't know why it needs to be there uh the, the rapper is best known for his hit single from 2020 beatbox i'm, I'm kind of I've never heard of him. Never heard of his song. You think we? You think we could get Apple Music has access to over forty million songs, man? I bet you we could find it. <laughs> yeah, but do we want to? That's the question of the day. Do we really want uh, to? Yeah. You know what? Based on this man's mugshot, I think that we would be doing the grand, uh, grand disservice to the public if we didn't. <laughs> I mean. I've never heard of this cat. Um, and he definitely has a face for radio, that's for sure. Uh, but <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I don't, I don't even want to look at, look for it. I mean, I'll tell you this right now. I'm looking on Apple, um, on iTunes right now here on my phone. I'm not seeing it. I'm going to search for his name. Spot him, got him. <laughs> Do it. I, I, Please I be there. Please be there. Please. Please be there. Oh, God. So he's got Beatbox, Beatbox 2, Beatbox 3, and Beatbox 4. Now, Buck, do you spend much time on iTunes? Oh, yeah. So how much, is a, oh, yeah. How, how much do songs typically cost on iTunes? I have Apple. I have a subscription, man. Okay. I, I yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know typically. So typically there are a dollar twenty nine anymore. It used to be ninety nine cents. Now they're a dollar twenty nine. Um, 
beatbox is selling for 69 cents. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. But it's on there. It is a one minute and 50 second song. I, mean, I could put stuff on iTunes to sell. I mean, it's not a... But he put it on there. It's... Okay, I can't even understand what he's saying. <laughs> um, yeah, something, something tells me he's looking at this as a, a way to boost his career because it gets his name out Lord. there. I mean, apparently it's working. Yeah, apparently it's working because we looked it, it up. We looked it up. <laughs> I just want, I wish we could get access to the Matrix there, man, and just know if anybody bought it. Like, I just want, <laughs> oh, well. Oh well. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna stay with Florida because you know Florida is a wealth of of content for us. So this next story comes from the Florida Free Press. Florida man says, "I feel free, crazy, and stupid, leading troopers on a 130 mile per hour chase." <laughs> a Florida man may lose his motorcycle after leading Florida Highway Patrol troopers on a high speed chase. On the morning of the July 4th, 2022, 63-year-old Will, uh, William Figueroa exercised his own kind of freedom, riding a 2016 BMW motorcycle northbound on I-275 at a high rate of speed. Figueroa's free ride came to a halt when he passed the aggressive driving traffic enforcement operation run by the highway patrol on both land and in the air. According to court documents, once behind the motorcycle, troopers activated emergency lights and sirens to conduct a traffic stop, but Figueroa fled, allegedly reaching estimated speeds of up to 130 miles per hour. Troopers say Figueroa was blowing through stoplights, weaving in and out of traffic, and driving on the emergency shoulder. After finally stopping Figueroa and arresting him, troopers asked him why he fled. Figueroa told troopers, quote, I don't know. When I jump on my bike, I feel like a kid. I feel free, crazy, and stupid. You guys uh, not got not get me no more. End quote. <laughs> In a petition, the Highway Patrol seeks permission to give Figueroa's motorcycle under er, to keep Figueroa's motorcycle under Florida's Contraband Forfeiture Act. The value of the motorcycle is between eleven thousand two hundred ninety-five and thirteen thousand nine hundred dollars. William Figueroa has pled not guilty to the charges against him. His criminal defense attorney, Seth Shapiro and Melinda Morris. Uh, and that's just where the story abruptly ends. Um, so I, I, I have some thoughts. Yes, he should get in trouble. Yes, he should be fined. No, I don't think the government should get to keep his motorcycle. I, I have a big problem with civil asset forfeiture. Um, take his motorcycle license so he can never ride it again. So he has to sell it. But you don't get to keep his motorcycle on top of everything else. That's... That's no. That's 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 a little excessive. Uh, well, it's not excessive. I, I mean, he should get punished pretty severely in this. But no, I, no, I, no, I, no, I just, no. I, I, I just have I any issue that... for any reason the government taking property. Yeah, taking his property away is a bit excessive. It's it's exceeding punishment. It's exceeding everything. That's his. 
he doesn't, you know, like you said, take his license away and make him sell it. Or or just, you know, make him sell it. But you can't just take it away. You know, you want to put, you want to get it, you want him to not have his motorcycle and put in an order that says he has to sell it. Give him so many days. You know, best offer. I don't even say Whatever. he has to sell it. I say just take his motorcycle license, take his motorcycle endorsement, and, you know, if he wants to put it on a on a concrete slab in his front yard and have it as an altar to the motorcycle gods, he can. But, you know, the fact that you're oh, we're just going to keep this. No, sorry. I, I have a huge, huge problem with that, just from a constitutional perspective. But, hey, that's me. Other people don't agree with me. Rarely do they ever. <laughs> Yeah, well, in this particular instance, I kind of tend to side with you on this one, Raz. Uh, I I don't like that. You know, I just I just don't. But you know, what did you, what, did you ever, what, did you what, ever what, notice what, when they when they have a civil asset forfeiture, it's never we're going to take his '87 Honda. No, it's it's like, oh, this guy's got a Ferrari. Let's do a civil asset forfeiture. You know, it's 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 not even like it's it's uniformly enforced. It's Hey, ooh, this one looks expensive. I'm sorry, police departments it, should not be self-funded. And they definitely shouldn't cherry-pick. Selective but, enforcement. You know, whatever. Selective enforcement breeds for tyrants. All right, and we are back with more stories. Uh, if I can get the... There it is. Get my, get my browser to work. Uh, our next story comes from fox61.com. Florida man arrested outside Olive Garden after eating pasta belligerently. Okay, Buck, let's, let's play a game. Uh, what could it possibly mean to eat pasta belligerently? I have no idea. Maybe he's like throwing it at himself that, that i would i'd classify I, that as aggressively but what is <laughs> i mean seriously how does one eat pasta belligerently <laughs> while while in the middle of a fist fight yeah let's i i, I this happened in naples florida a drunk Florida man was arrested outside Olive Garden after eating pasta in an inappropriate manner, according to a Miami Herald officer. Okay. A Florida man was out. Determined and generous seven-year-old oh, oh, boy oh. from Gilbert. Stop. Raising money for kids Stop. in St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Where is it? Where is it? Seven-year-old. Stop. Okay, if you have a website that plays video automatically, fuck you. Just saying. A drunk Florida man was arrested outside Olive Garden after eating pasta in an inappropriate manner. Officers from Naples Police Department were dispatched to the chain restaurant around 3.30 p.m. Sunday regarding a disturbance. A man was reportedly asking restaurant patrons for money and yelling at them using explicit language. No such thing. Shut up. When police arrived, they discovered a shirtless man sitting on a bench outside the establishment. The man was allegedly shoveling spaghetti into his mouth with his hands. The man, identified as 32-year-old Ben Paget, was placed under arrest for disorderly intoxication, according to the newspaper. However, before being placed in handcuffs, officers gave Paget a paper towel so he could wipe the pasta off his face. How nice of them. The Herald also reports that while in the back of the police car, Paget began violently twisting his body, kicking his legs, and smashing his head against the metal cage partition. 
Paget was transported to the Naples jail center. Uh, he reportedly faces additional charges of resisting without violence and was released on a $2,000 bond. So, okay. I don't see how that's eating belligerently. Uh, <laughs> I think somebody got a word a day calendar and they were trying to figure out how to add that into their, into their lex yeah. lex lexicon of the day. But, um, uh, was, dude was drunk. I was outside and, and asking people for food. Okay. Um, he's obviously not homeless. He got out on a $2,000 bond. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like a whole lot of nothing. Um, but again, again, it was three thirty in the afternoon. He was already that blitz. That's that's where I was going to head with that. Like, hmm, you know, huh? And, Good old Ben hitting the sauce before five p.m. And huh? I want and I want to know if Ben got blitzed at the Olive Garden bar because there is a bar inside of Olive Garden. There is indeed. So I you know, that Olive that's Garden the problem with some of these else. articles, man. They leave you a lot of questions. They leave us with a lot of questions. Like we can make fun of these people, but there there are just some ends that just really some things really need to be buttoned up. They do. Um, some of the stories they 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 try to make sensational out of nothing, and that I think that's probably one of them. But let's go to one that might not be. Uh, TimesNowNews.com is reporting that a Florida man crashed a Walmart scooter into shelves and arrested for drunk driving after vodka found in basket. Buck, I think this this warrants this warrants the button. Let's let's go ahead and give that a push. Go ahead. Florida man, Florida man, does whatever the fuck he can. Makes headlines every time. Florida's paradise. Look out. Here comes Florida. As a Florida man was arrested Sunday after he allegedly drove a motorized scooter and crashed into the shelves at the Walmart store while drunk in Melbourne City, uh, southeast of Orlando. The 39-year-old, na whose name has not been disclosed, was driving a Walmart scooter when he, opened, uh, uh, when he opened his backpack sitting in the basket in which he opened a bottle of Smirnoff vodka <laughs> that was spotted according to a CBS affiliate. Uh, Melbourne police said the offender uh, began swaying in the scooter and hitting shelves and almost ran over a customer in the aisles. He was described by authorities as having glassy eyes and smelled like alcohol. He is said to be unresponsive when asked to show his ID and had to be carried to a patrol vehicle while on a stretcher. Later, the scooter driver refused a breathalyzer test while in custody. He was locked up at the Brevard County Jail on charges of driving under the influence or DUI disorderly conduct, uh, refusal with prior citation, and possession of an open container. And those charges ain't going to stick. Nope, not going to stick. Um, he was not in public. He was on private property. Uh, they will not get him for the DUI. Because uh, they they might be trying to argue that he was drunk when he drove to the Walmart, but considering the fact that you know he was drinking in the Walmart when you arrested him, you can't prove that he was drinking before he got there. So that's going to get plucked out. Public intox, yeah, all day long. Uh, refusal with prior citation, I have no idea what that is. Uh, that's like some kind of Flor Florida thing, I guess. Unless they're talking about the ID refusal. Uh, in which case, you know, he can easily, um, 
any good attorney is going to get that popped out because he was already under arrest. He has no obligation to then answer questions if he was exercising his Fifth Amendment rights. So that's going to get fucking tossed. Um, open container. Yep, he'll probably get hit with that. <laughs> um, and you know, they make the comment he refused a breathalyzer test. You, you can do, you can refuse a breathalyzer test, and then get a warrant for blood. So it, that's a nothing burger in of itself. Um, but yeah, he's probably gonna get hit with with public intox and an open container. <laughs> I can see that happening. I, I, I hate the I, over, I hate over, I hate overcharging. I hate that. We'll drop these charges if you plead out. You're not gonna win those charges anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know, I, I uh, it's it's the Walmart in the town that I live in. They've got so many scooters. It is ridiculous the amount of scooters they have. And when and when you see the person go through the self checkout line with the scooter and get up out the scooter to do their own uh, checking out, then put it all back in the scooter, then ride the scooter out to their car, and of course they inevitably just leave it sitting in the parking lot too. You know. <laughs> And they drive away, so there's scooters littered all over the parking lot. I have always, always, throughout my entire disability progression, no matter how bad or how hard it was for me to walk, never once would I ever use a Walmart scooter. Well, excuse me, never once again. Because I did do it once. And it, they are the most cumbersome and slow. Like, you get frustrated when you get behind somebody in one of those things. Don't. Don't. It's not their fucking fault. It's not their fucking fault. Those things have, like, a governor's switch on them or some shit like that. Where it's like, it's... <laughs> I swear somebody at the factory has a setting for annoyingly slow and that's where they said it. You know, I don't I don't because think anybody who you... is disabled should ever have to prove their disability to anybody. But when it is fucking obvious you're just a fat piece of shit, fuck you. Okay, hey, I'm sorry. Fuck you. Hey, <laughs> you know what? I mean like if you are just a fat piece of shit as you say and have trouble walking, I would actually prefer that you use a scooter. No, I actually I'm not talking really, about the really ones would. that have trouble walking. I'm talking about the ones that um I don't want to walk. I'm talking about those motherfuckers because there is always that's that, yeah. Th there's always that Karen who is just uh, and then you see the ones too where she's got her fucking frou-frou dog in the basket riding around. Yeah, you know what I call those people or what I label those people as? They're the ones who put pathetic in apathetic. That's that's really what it boils down to. You know, because that I, kind of laziness is kind of obscene and gross in and of itself. So I have the absolute legal right and documentation to have a service animal. Okay, I am training a service animal. I am working with a trainer, and I. Have I, I'm going to go do this 100% proper every way I, I, I can to make this, you know, be the, the, the way you're supposed to do it. These people that, 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 that you know, uh, feigned, I'm disabled because of, you know, some 
stupid thing. Actually, you know, it's not a dis... You know, Buck, I can get a handicap placard right now. I can get a handicap placard because I am... I have... My hand is, you know, it doesn't operate the way it should because of, of, of a surgery that I had for when I cut some tendons. I can get a handicap placard. I qualify for one. Do I have one? Yeah. No. Do Am I going to get one for that? Fuck no. But, you know, when you see people that that, uh, in, uh, that look for reasons to get one, just look. For, uh, do I need one? No. But do I want one? Yes. Well, I mean, hell, do you remember how long it took me to actually pull the trigger and get my my window thing when I first became disabled? I think you were still it, rocking it, the cripple sticks when you got it, but... I was, I was, but when I first became handicapped, they were like, oh, well, you know, you should apply for a handicap placard because you have a little bit of trouble walking. I was like, yeah, a little bit. I have a little bit of trouble walking. I think I'll just hold off. I think it was all the way until I started, like, using two crutches you were, when I had yeah. to use forearm crutches. You, I'm sorry, your cripple sticks, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, when you had yeah. those, you were... Uh... You you weren't even rocking it yet. I mean, you you were you had it while you were got those, I believe. But I mean, but I rarely used it. Yeah. And you know, you know, it, it, it's I, I just I I hate people to look for a reason to, you know, if you, people look for a reason to be a part of something, and it's like I want to be I, I want to be you know different and special because I'm going to be disabled. And then it's an insult to the people that actually are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then, well, there's a lot of entitlement with disabled people too, though, man. And, I, and, and you know, like personally, I'll, I'll say this, you know, touching base on handicapped parking. I personally believe that wheelchair spots, albeit should be close to the front, should be a little bit further away than the non-wheelchair spots because they either have the ability to roll themselves like I do. I have an electric chair or somebody's going to push them, you know, for the, for the occasional paraplegic that really has no issues other than the fact that they can't walk like, yeah, it's a bit of an ass pain, but I'm sorry, buddy. You know, I, from, from one, from one wheelchair guy to another, if my arms worked like they should, I'd be pushing myself all over the planet. That's that's just it, you know. I I I think uh, I think people who are disabled are are sometimes just as guilty as milking the system as those that are not. And you're hearing that you from know. the horse's mouth. <laughs> all right, but yeah. we have another story here from WMUR.com. I guess it's a news station. Man arrested for starting a wildfire told authorities he was trying to burn a spider with a lighter. I've been waiting for this. I so hoped when I submitted all the articles, I really was, I was gunning for this one. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Please tell me how this pans out. Please, please, please. Well, I, I, I had to just because of, uh, of Sadar. So a 26 year old man was arrested for starting a wildfire told Utah authorities. He is attempting to kill a spider with a lighter when he started the blaze deputies responded Monday to the Bonneville shoreline area near Springville for a fire that quickly spread up the mountain. According to the probable cause statement from the sheriff's office, when they arrived, fire department personnel informed them. They encountered a man who told them he had started the fire. 
<laughs> the man who identified himself as Corey Allen Martin, three first names, folks, uh, said he had found a spider on the mountain and was trying to burn it with a lighter when the nearby brush ignited and flames spread. He was placed in custody for reckless burning and was placed in the back of a patrol vehicle. Uh, while searching Corey's belongings, a jar of marijuana and paraphernalia was found. It's California, dude. Uh, Martin was taken to the Utah County Jail for reckless burning, possession of a controlled substance, and possession of paraphernalia, according to the statement. Okay. It is unclear if Martin had an attorney. He will be... Yeah, he was released Monday night, according to jail records. The blaze scorched the land for the base of the mountain all the way to the top, a probable cause statement said, and required a response from multiple fire agencies, including helicopter units. It was about 90% contained Wednesday morning and had burned about 60 acres. Damn. <laughs> a lot less sensational than I was hoping for. But Now, what, let, me, let me ask you this, man. Did it mention in the article... Like, if any of that land was federal land? That's because what I'm, I'm that kind of thinking. That might be where the, the, the controlled substance that, charge came from. But then again, right, but then, well, no, no, nope, because it's the sheriff's office charging. So it, it would have been, it had to have been um, federal police that would have charged for that. But I don't know. Unless well, it was, unless it was over the allowable amount, perhaps. Now, I... I can't I can't wrap my mind around it. The only reason why I would think a sheriff's office would charge somebody with that is because it was 60 acres of land. Perhaps. Like, you know, but whatever. I, I don't know so, so, the inner machinations of how those things work like you do. Yeah. So. so when we moved out here to the, the Midwest, there was a um, – the boys were in the backyard playing. One of them came back in and said, Dad, there's a tarantula in the backyard. And I said, just listen – Quit exaggerating. Just because it's a big spider doesn't mean it's a tarantula, okay? It could be all these different other kinds of things. They go, no, Dad, it's a tarantula. And I said, there's no goddamn tarantula. Dad, there's a tarantula. So I got up, walked outside. Where? Where's it at? Oh, never mind. I see it. <laughs> and I walked up to it and said, well, yeah, that's a goddamn tarantula. We have tarantulas down here, dude. And they just be, they're chill as hell. You'll just see them just bebopping across the yard doing their thing. Um, they're they're pretty docile. They don't really care. You can walk no. right up to them. You can fuck with them a little bit, and they're just like, no. hey, like what are you doing? No. So no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so like last summer, there was one in our backyard. No, and it was right next to the porch. And the uh, Sadar, who is very arachnophobic, was just like, oh, okay, yes. She, she's, she's get rid of it. And I said, all right. So I went and got a bucket, you know, the Lowe's bucket. And I tried to put his little butt in the bucket and he wasn't having it. So he ran up on the porch, <laughs> which all you hear is nope. <laughs> you see Sadar ran across the back of the porch and into the house. Well, the tra- I'd have fucking ran. I'd have fucking ran. <laughs> well, I'd have fucking ran. Mr. Tarantula wasn't done just yet. So she is now in the living room looking out. You know, she's not even near the window. She's on the other side of the room watching me try to get this spider into a bucket. The spider, the tarantula rather, then runs up the side of the house and is hanging on the middle of the screen. And the, the way he was backlit at this point from the lights on the porch, there was this giant, like, 10-foot tarantula shadow in the living room. 
<laughs> and he's just like looking at her like, ah, what are you going to do? <laughs> so eventually I got him into the bucket. I took him outside the fence and just kind of, kind of tossed him, let him go about his business. But yeah, that's how docile they are though. He was just like not wanting to go in a bucket. He wasn't like rearing up trying to bite me or run at me or anything. He's, he's like, dude, just leave me be. It's like, I, I can't do that. You got to, you got to go son. Um, but for, for the most part, too, you'll see them just, just doing their thing. They don't bother anybody. Sadar, specifically to Sadar, I just want you to know that listening to this story, I can't imagine, can't imagine the turmoil and panic and anxiety that you experienced being there firsthand. Because just listening to the harrowing tale of you almost getting got by the tarantula, because that's the way I look at it, too. I am extremely don't don't I lived in the jungle for a very short stint of time as as arachnophobic as I am and I, I don't know what I was thinking I Sadar I am so sorry Sadar I am so sorry and just listening to this tale my soul left my body and threw up on my tongue I'm telling you it's it, it I can moment of silence for Sadar <laughs> She's not dead. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The emotion or ter- the emotional turmoil. Oh my god! And the fact that there's more of them down there. It's not like a spider or a tarantula, like an exhibit, got out and ran around. You're like, oh fuck, oh fuck. And then you just go back to your living room, and you're like, there might be a fruit spider running around somewhere, but you'll be okay. No, 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 no. This really happened. And now, there's more. They're in the wild. They're like we're not. We're not. We're not at you know the critter keeper. You know we're not. We're not doing any of that shit. Like Steve Irwin didn't bring this thing, for us to pet and then put back in the jar and then be safely away from it. No, no, no. no. You have tarantulas in the wild. In the wild. No. No. Fuck you. Fuck the Midwest. Fuck tarantulas. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want anything to do with it. Absolutely not. And on a side note, I believe that there may be an opportunity for us to play matchmaker between the author of this article and Spot'em Got'em. Because Spider Lighter is just... Just... <laughs> I just it just rolls off the tongue so nicely. It really does. And I think I think I think there could be an opportunity there if uh, if 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 we make the dominoes fall in the right way, you know? Jesus Christ. And I got a subscription. I got a I got an Apple Music su- subscription. I might just download Spotum Gotham's entire freaking regime for free. Please don't. And then like com- <laughs> Oh yeah, dude. I'm going to comment on it. He might listen to our podcast. Listen for listen, bro. Ugh. Listen for listen, bro. <laughs> All right, folks. That being said, that's going to bring us to an end of another episode. Uh, for those longtime listeners, you know that we used to have a Wednesday episode uh, until last week when we spun that off into its very own podcast called The Subcockles of Reddit. You can find that on uh, either Anchor, Spotify, or Apple Podcast. Other ones will come online eventually, but that's where we're at right now. Uh, if you like what you're listening to, make sure you subscribe. If you can, leave a comment, do anything, rate us, do something. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything. The only thing we ever ask you pay is attention. 
That being said, folks, I am the Raz. He's the Buck. Wishing you all a happy and safe week. And we'll see you next week on the Social Liability Podcast. Thank you.